your Locked On Senators, your daily podcast on the Ottawa Senators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Jake Sanderson, and you're listening to Locked On Senators Podcast. I'm Tim Stützle, and you're listening to the Locked On Senators Podcast. Welcome inside episode 613 of the Locked On Senators Podcast. I'm Ross Levitan on the outskirts of enemy territory in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Alongside Brandon Piller up in the Blue Mountains and the boys are back. Feels like forever since we've recorded together, but it is here and we've got a special guest, Pilsy. Yeah, yeah, we're back and we've got a new friend to introduce you guys to. A 2022 Ottawa Senators draft pick. Oscar Pedersen, the guy is an absolute beauty. You guys are going to love being introduced to him. And let's just say he's fired up and ready for this season. And he gives us maybe the most realistic but exciting player comparable that he models his game after. That's coming up as well as the Summer World Juniors. We're talking World Juniors in August? Huh? All that and more. This is the Locked On Senators podcast, and it's brought to you by Bet Online. More props, odds, and lines than ever before. Visit Bet Online, where the game starts. And now the show starts. This is the Locked On Senators podcast, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Senators your first listen on this Monday. August 8th, we are free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube, where the best way you can help the show grow is to like the videos by clicking the thumbs up, subscribing to the Locked On Senators channel, and leaving a comment as well. We want to know, what's your first impression of Oscar Pedersen, who's coming up later on in this show? Pilsy, I ask you the same question. Well, Ross, it was great to uh, put a face to the name for Oscar Pedersen, and I'll be honest, when The draft happened. I think I was a little down on him just because I was guilty of this. And I think a lot of Sens fans are. I had my guy, my Guelph Storm player, Danny Jilkin, all ready to go. I wanted the Sens to draft him and then they didn't. And I thought, okay, I wish they drafted him. I like Pedersen, but thought they could have got him later. All that kind of like pick here, player here, all that jumbling that goes on when you've done rankings and you followed uh, other people's rankings where you think people slide in. But I'm over that. Let's throw that all out the window. I'm so fired up that Oscar Pedersen is a part of the Sens organization because, I mean, 25 goals in 46 games is nothing to be uh, unimpressed about. And like I said, the kid's an absolute beauty. He gave us... Um, gamer. He's a gamer. He's a gamer. And you could tell he's ready to go. And he's someone that I think is going to fit into the Sens organization really well, especially with his competitive nature. I think he's going to drive others to be better within the organization. So... Put it, put it on the billboard. I'm a big-time Oscar Pedersen fan. Big time. Same. And next time you're on a finished scouting trip, Bills, you can just swing by Rogla yes. as well and go see him. His goal, well, we'll just wait. We'll let him tell you what his goals are, who yeah. his players that he loves to watch in the NHL are, and what his experience was at Senators Development Camp. But he also told us he's going to be watching the World Juniors this week when the times work out because, of course, Edmonton to Sweden. I think quick math, that's eight-hour time difference. So you can understand those 8 p.m. games might get a little risky for him. But I'm excited to watch this. I have about zero expectations. We know that off-ice, Hockey Canada is a complete disaster. But this team they're putting out there, Ridley Gregg practicing as the third-line center. And since we last spoke, we'll touch on our vacations after the interview, but since we last spoke, Pilsy, 
Zach Ostapchuk made this team too. That's a nice little bonus for Sens fans. Absolutely, yeah. And I think it's well-deserved. Like, he had a big season with the Vancouver Giants. So, to get two Sens prospects on Team Canada feels really good because uh, the last couple of years we've been um, USA closet fans just because of Hashtag all the... Hashtag uh, a Yes, exactly. So, it, it's nice to be back with um, the red and white, not the red, white, and blue. It's <laughs> good to be back uh, with our home team here. Although, we do have Tyler Clevin with Team USA, so we're, uh, we're cheering for him as well. But... Really, Greg, third line center. I love that. He's and gonna he's gonna mix it up. That's for sure. I was just gonna say too, third line center. I wouldn't mix or look too much into that because even when they had Mason McTavish and Shane Wright, Ridley Greg was still the third line center. He's yep. gonna get all the checking roles. He's gonna go out against the other team's top line, shut him down, make their life miserable. We have to like, dude. We have to pull this out because how many more opportunities are we gonna have to do it? But Ridley Greg's Instagram post right after. The World Juniors were canceled last year. Like it's the most Ridley Gregg thing that you could ever post, and this is what he's gonna oh, yeah. do at this year's as well. <laughs> like if you're watching on YouTube, like, hey, really enjoyed my time at the World Juniors this year. <laughs> <laughs> Just mixing it up, mixing it up. The Ridley Gregg story. Ridley Gregg and Oscar Pedersen on the same team in three on three would have been a sight to behold at Sens Dev Camp, but. Outside of Ridley Gregg, by the way, happy birthday to Ridley Gregg. Yep. Both he and Roby Jarventi, both turning 20 years old today on August 8th, both a part of the World Junior Team. The other prospects, Thomas Hamara with the yep. Czechor- Czechia, not Czech Republic anymore, Czechia. He'll be taking part. Then we've got um, the Finns. We've got both Jarventi and Levy Marilainen. Yeah. We've got Ridley Gregg and Zach Ostapchuk with Team Canada and Tyler Clevin with the United States. Outside of Ridley Gregg, I think just the fact that he's on Team Canada, the fact that he's the only first-round pick in this tournament for the Senators, he will put head and shoulders above everyone else. But out of everyone remaining, who are you looking forward to seeing most over this next week plus? Like nonsense prospects? No, no. Outside of Ridley Gregg, who I oh, okay. think would be the, the obvious answer. Yes, I'm really excited to watch Thomas Amara. Uh, you guys uh, have heard me say I thought that was the probably the best value pick that the Sens got. A lot of uh, scouts and uh, prospect reporters said that the Sens could have taken him earlier and that still would have been a good pick. So for him to fall, uh, I forget where he ended up uh, going with the Sens. Somewhere in the 80s, right, Hamara? Uh, but that 84? ended up... 84, that sounds about right. But that ended up being a really great pick. He was the lone prospect that they've already signed from the 2022 draft. So obviously the Sens have a lot of uh, faith in him. 87. 87, damn, close enough. Um, but yeah, we I haven't had uh, a great chance to see too much of him other than like film and uh, short highlights and stuff like that. So I'm going to be keeping an eye out for him on Team Chechia. Yes, I will be keeping my eye out for Tyler Clevin and I would expect his opponents to do the same. <laughs> you would hope so for their sake. I, I love how Halliday brought it up when we were interviewing him two weeks ago. He's like, yeah, you, you have to know when Clevin's on the ice at all times. He looks like a beast mixed in an assist too in a pre-tournament game. Jarventi had a goal and assist in a pre-tournament yes. game. You had all this covered though last week on Locked on Senders. We had our good friend of the show, Laleem's Martian on both this past Friday and the Friday before this upcoming Friday, we're going in a completely different direction for interview. Somewhere we have never gone before, Pilsy. I'm not going to give it away just yet, but good, stay tuned job, for Friday's <laughs> episode. Can we give away the other two that are going to come back on? Because they're friends of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Monday, we've got Igor Sokolov Woo! coming back on. My guy. And then 
Within the next two weeks, we're just working out time. Crooker's coming back. Angus Crookshank. Need to hear how the recovery's gone. He's 100% now. So stay tuned. Lots of great content coming throughout the rest of August. And then we've already got the date circled. And I would I would like everyone else to go into their calendar and just put that September 13th. September 13th, Locked On Senators returns to five days yes. a week. and. Yes, that's a Tuesday, so it's four days that week. Okay, okay, I get it. I get it. We're going back to daily episodes on September 13th, and the Senators' rookie tournament begins on September 16th. So that's going to be a big week, getting back into the swing of things. Great plans for the postcast and the show coming up right here as the Senators try to turn the corner from rebuild to playing meaningful hockey beyond October, Pilsy. Yes, that's... November. November. Okay, yeah, that's uh, that's what we're trying to hear, though, is the rebuild is over, we're shifting gears, we're looking towards a new team, and just a reminder, in case anyone's forgotten, Alex Dabrinkat is an Ottawa Senator, Claude Giroux is an Ottawa Senator, and the Sens have two solid veteran goaltenders with Cam Talbot coming in, too. Woo! So, those players, they need a big summer. What would they be turning to to make sure that their workouts don't go to waste? Well, Ross, there's a couple of answers, and we can hit on two two different answers for that. But for now, we're going to turn them towards Athletic Greens and their AG1 product. I'm not an athlete. Uh, athlete, you know, I, I dabble in some athletics, but you don't have to be an athlete for this to be effective for you. AG1 has over 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, whole foods source, superfoods, probiotics, and more to start your day off right And it's easy. Even a guy like me can get it figured out. It's just one scoop into your cup of water every single morning. And that's going to help you have a good start to your day. It's lifestyle friendly. So whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, it's good for everyone. Contains less than one gram of sugar. No GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything but still manages to taste great. I love the flavor myself. It's going to cost you less than $3 a day, so cheaper than your coffee habit. You're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. It's so important to stay healthy, guys. Reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. You shake it up, you mix it, have it while you're watching LOSP. It's easy. So to make it easier, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, it's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance from Athletic Greens. All right, quick note in this interview, of course, we are going all the way to Sweden. Our questions, a little bit of an echo in the background, but you guys hear enough of us already. So what is important in this is that everything he says is perfectly clear. But just to note, we tried to fix the echo on our end. Weren't able to. We'll blame the distance. Pilsy should be in Finland. He's not. Couldn't happen. But without further ado, here's a fantastic introduction with Senators prospect Oscar Pedersen. Last pronunciation, Halmstad? Yeah. Perfect. Look at me. I'm basically Swedish now. Yeah, you are. All right. We now welcome a very special guest, one of the most recent Ottawa Senators additions to the prospect pool, drafted 72nd overall 
in the 2022 NHL Draft. From Homestead, Sweden, we're bringing on Oscar Pettersson, who's getting ready for his season with Rogla. How's it going, Oscar? Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome, man. It's been a pleasure. We uh, reached out right after you got picked. Awesome timing now, though, after you've already been to Ottawa for development camp. I think that's a great place to start. What was your first impression of the city of Ottawa? Uh, yeah, both the city and, and all the yeah, all the guys, all the stuff was just a, such a great experience. Uh, a very, very good week for me. I think I, I've learned a lot and, and yeah, it was just just fun. Now, did you have any uh, relationship or did you know any of the players in the Sens organization already? Maybe some of the Swedish guys? Uh, yeah, I knew who uh, Oliver Johansson was. Okay. Uh, and then I played both. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know uh, Theo no uh, Norberg, Philip Norberg, uh, very good. Yep. Uh, since we played some uh, national team games uh, with each other and then we also played played against each other. Uh, Theo Wahlberg, I, I didn't know him personally. Uh, I knew who he was since we played against each other in the playoffs, uh, but I didn't know him, uh, yeah, good personally. But uh, and then also the same with uh, Kevin Kevin Reidler. I also played him last year. So, so you, you get you played against Wahlberg in the playoffs last year. How did that series go? Uh, two zero uh, for us in games. So uh, yeah, Not it went well for us. I asked. You didn't brag. I asked. I asked. Hey, we also have to get in. You're a gold medalist. You scored a, a goal in the gold medal game at the World Under-18s. But the way we do this, we jumped ahead a little bit. We always like to start yeah. asking, how did you fall in love with the game of hockey? Uh, it was actually uh, my older brother. He's uh, three years older than me. Uh, so he played and my father was coach for the team. Uh, so, yeah, obviously I was looking at him and, and then I just wanted to yeah, be able to do the same thing as he was, uh, he as he did because uh, yeah, he's he has always been kind of my idol and and a guy that I look up to. So I wanted to follow his uh, his footsteps and yeah, that's what how I fell in in love for the game. So how old were you when you started playing hockey? Uh, I think I was pretty old compared to some other guys. I started at uh, three, uh, so I was uh, pretty young. Yeah, that's uh, that's awesome. And now, d did you always uh, think you're going to be a forward and have a knack for goal scoring? Did you ever play defense or maybe even some goalie uh, in your younger years? Uh, no goalie for me. Uh, but <laughs> I, I remember I played some uh, defenseman uh, and I played centerman for a long time. But then uh, my coach back home in Hamsta thought I uh, yeah I was focusing so much on the offensive side, <laughs> so he brought me out uh, on the wing. So yeah, that's where. I, I've been staying for uh, since then. That's awesome. Have you been always working on your shot? When you got drafted, everyone talked about how you can score from anywhere on the ice. Is that what you pride yourself as the best part of your game? Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I think my my shot is uh, yeah for sure the the best part of my game. Uh, I think I've always just loved scoring. Uh, mm. Like ever since I was a little kid, I I've always preferred to shoot rather than pass. Uh, got some shit from that uh, from my old teammates but uh, yeah I always just love to score goals uh, I've been standing and, and yeah for so many hours back home just shooting uh, at the backyard and, and trying to improve my shot and trying to be able to score more goals so yeah definitely yeah, I'd say, well, that yeah. worked out pretty well this past season with Rogla. 25 goals in 46 games. Now, you, you weren't 
always on, on the same that Pilsy and I always talk about the European development system. And for you, it was a, a couple games here and there. But is it strange having guys go up and down playing J18, J20, some guys going up and playing SHL a little bit? Because it seems like your elite prospects page for four years, it's like this long. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of how, how, it, how it works in Sweden. Like people are just like, bouncing up back and forth from 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 different type of uh, teams and yeah obviously since i've been kind of um yeah one of the better guys in, in my in my own age i've been uh, playing uh, very much like up with other teams so that's how it works here like if you if if the coaches feel like you're ready for for a new challenge they just bring you up uh, to the older guys so that's the reason why uh, people uh, in sweden kind of plays uh, in so many different uh, teams. Now, is that difficult um, bouncing around between different coaches and teammates and line mates and um, offensive strategies? Like, does it take a while for you to kind of get in the groove with a new team, even if you're confident being like, yeah, I feel good. I got called up to a higher level, but now you got to learn new players, new coaches, all that kind of stuff. Like, how does that work? Uh, yeah, like last year when I went from from the higher level down to uh, because some uh, at some games I went from the J20 and, and playing some important games with the under 18 team and I think that was kind of difficult because then you're moving from from a from a level that plays with with uh, much higher speed until uh, to a game where it's not that high speed in uh, so I think that was like the hardest jump for me uh, to be able to still play the game and play your, your own game like how you want to play and not start to do any difficult stuff. Uh, but I think like playing up is much easier. Like, yeah. So it was easier when I was younger. So that was kind of difficult for me this year to be able to still perform uh, how I want to do when I was uh, going down to under 18. Now, I know 2019-2020 was, was the COVID-shortened season, but you only played a, a total of, I think, 11 games. Did you have a major injury that season? Uh, yeah, that's correct. Like, the season before COVID, uh, I got to uh, – I was uh, dealing with some knee problems. Uh, it started even the season before that. Uh, so, I think we was, like, at 18-19 season. Uh, I started to get some problems. Uh, and then during that summer, uh, I made a uh, surgery uh, for my knee, uh, knee surgery. Uh, so that was the reason I, I didn't play that much game. So I was rehabbing and uh, yeah, I came back in like uh, in the start of February, I think. Uh, and then we got to play like 10, 15 games. And then when we was, when we was playing the playoffs, uh, yeah, the COVID came for the first time. Uh, so yeah, that was kind of tough mentally to not be able to play for almost like two years. So. How how did it uh, get wound back up? Because I see last season you played. I'm assuming 46 games. That has to be pretty close, if not all of of the games throughout the season. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's correct. I think I missed like one or two games because I was sick. And uh, so I think last season was uh, yeah very good for me. It was a very important season to yeah to bounce back and really get that confidence back. That uh, yeah to be able to perform each night like coming in and uh, showing up and playing play my best hockey. Uh, and that was why I kind of felt it, I was so... Yeah, that was one of the most happy parts uh, about uh, last season because I think my game was just growing uh, more and more during the whole season. So, so yeah, it was very important for me to, to be able to play again. 
So we like physical hockey on this show. I know you're not afraid to mix it up, but I have to ask, 26 penalty minutes during the regular season in 46 games, 25 penalty minutes in six (laughs) games in the playoffs. What happened? Was that just one scrum that got away from you? Uh, no, actually, I got uh, I got a game misconduct. Uh, I think it was uh, yeah, it was the first game. Uh, I had a really good game, like felt felt very good. Uh, and then I was uh, standing up in the neutral zone on a guy. Uh, he was came straight into me. Uh, and in those type of situations, I'm 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 a guy that's not afraid to stand up. Yeah, uh, but nice. he got scared and he kind of jumped jumped away so I was uh, yeah I, I went to his uh, leg a little bit too much and got a got a got a game misconduct there so that's the reason <laughs> no but suspension, I feel like no. that's a fair description though because when those knee on knee kind of collisions happen usually it's because the person about to get hit realizes they're about to get hit and then they try to dodge it and they put themselves in a vulnerable position like you you already were standing your ground and have everything lined up so there's not much you can do in that situation. No, exactly. That was yeah. exactly how it was. He didn't scan good enough, and he saw me too late, and he got scared, so he just jumped away. Uh, but that was the reason why I didn't get uh, suspended at all. Uh, so when the ref, we showed the ref uh, a, a better video version after the game, and they said, like, yeah, okay, sorry, this was uh, our mistake. So, yeah. Wow. That's uh, that's pretty lucky it turned out that way. Now, you said you've been working on your shot a bunch, and that's kind of where you pride your game, and you got the stats to back it up with 25 goals. What was the biggest reason for your success this year? Like you mentioned, it was great uh, you being able to play a lot of games this season, but was there something that really kind of clicked for you mentally or physically that uh, helped you score at such a good pace? Uh, no, I just think it, it was... Uh rolling good like i started off uh, first game i remember i got one goal one assist and just got the confidence straight away i mean sometimes you know seasons where you're going and you're not scoring for the first five ten games and you start to think too much i just uh, got that first goal early and then it just turned out good and i was just didn't think too much uh, i was just uh yeah focusing focusing on every every day like getting better uh, so i think it just uh, went out good so let's talk about your first National League experience at the under-18s. I'm sure that was an exciting moment for you. How did you find out that you made the team? Uh, oh, you mean for the under-18 Worlds? Exactly. That was your first time representing uh, Sweden internationally, right? No, no. Uh, I, my oh, first well, was in, uh, already in uh, November. Uh, oh, okay, sorry, but this oh. season, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So this uh, this season was the first Uh so it was in November for uh, Five Nations. Uh, I remember I was in school doing like a group thing uh, with uh, four different, uh, four other people in my class. Uh, and I just saw on my phone that my uh, head coach in, uh, in the under 20 team in Rugby just uh, write it like congratulations. Uh, and then I kind of understood right away because I knew that the team was going to, yeah, going to, uh, the, the rooster was going to, uh, show up like yep. yeah at some point uh, that week and uh, so he just wrote a congratulations and then i just yeah straight away went into my phone uh went uh, and, and looked up the rooster and then i saw my name so yeah that was obviously got some goosebumps there uh, it was a big moment uh, for sure 
And especially because you had gone so long with so few amount of games, it must have been nice to be like, oh, they didn't forget about me because I'm not playing games. <laughs> no, exactly, exactly. I just felt like it was uh, another great opportunity for me to, to even show up at the international level and show what I can bring. Yeah, let's uh, let's get into your draft day, Oscar, because um, this was a, a very interesting draft for the Ottawa Senators. They traded uh, two of their uh, first uh, high picks to acquire Alex DeBrincat, so they got started in the draft day later on than most other teams. Now, what uh, what was it like for you on your your draft day? Like, uh, how were your emotions? Who who was with you? All those kinds of things. Just take us through your day. Uh, yeah, I think I, I was kind of like, uh, as, as everyone else that, that know that there's a chance for them to get drafted, I, I, it was a hard time waiting. Uh, yeah. So I remember I went to the gym and did like a sick workout <laughs> just because I wanted to get the time going a little bit and not just laying home and wait for it. Yeah. Uh, so then I just came home uh, after that. Uh, my parents came, was at home. Uh, and then I brought some some friends over, uh, like my the friends what I from Hamsta. So I was at uh, my parents' house in Hamsta. Uh, okay. So it was like the the friends, the closest friends, um, and and the guys that I I grew up with. Uh, and yeah, obviously like the emotions. I was just uh, it was many different type of emotions. Uh, but uh, at the end of the day, I was just looking forward to see not just myself if I if I got drafted or or because I had. So many friends, uh, obviously, from guys that I was playing with in Uruguay, but also from the national team. So I was just uh, pumped up to see see where every everyone would uh, would turn out. Uh, and then obviously, when when I saw my name, I just got shocked and 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 so so happy. So one of those friends, I believe, is uh, Marco Casper, who, who's from the Rogla system, too. You guys talk about maybe one day uh, Detroit versus Ottawa, maybe in the playoffs someday. You guys going head-to-head? <laughs> we haven't had that discussion yet. Uh, but, yeah, as you said, we're very, very, very close to each other. And, and, yeah, we used to compete uh, every single day because, yeah, obviously we're – both two guys that are very competitive and, and we, we strive to get better. So, yeah, he's a good friend of mine. Because I asked the same question when we had Tim Stutzla on because he, him and Maurice Sider are good friends. Yeah. So there might be some behind-the-scenes rivalries these uh, upcoming years between Detroit and Ottawa with some friends off the ice. I mean, they have so many Swedes. It'd be crazy if you didn't know rather than did. I know Casper uh, isn't, but playing in Sweden with you guys. So is the goal this year to play games at the SHL level? I know you're starting out in J20. Uh, yeah, uh, as you said, like the goal is to get get as much opportunities and as much games as possible up in the up in the pro team. Uh, I mean, it's it's a great league, and obviously, as as Rube right now has a great team. I think we're yeah, since we won the CHL last year, we're one of the best teams in the whole Europe. Uh, but yeah, I've been now during the preseason and also in the off season with the pro team. Uh, so so yeah, I think that's a good start. Uh, we have the first. First game this week, uh, both with the pro team and, and with under 20. So, yeah, we'll see. I just try to do my best now during the practices. Uh, then I hope or yeah, that's also what I what I have told me, like that I will get the opportunities now during the preseason uh, to show up. And yeah, I just got to focus and come to the rink and, and do my very best to, to earn a spot. Uh, but I know it's hard, so I have no stress. 
No, that's awesome, and you've got the right approach for sure. A uh, couple final questions for you. One, are you going to be watching the World Juniors this week? I'm sure you have a couple friends who are on that Swedish team. Uh, yeah, for sure. We have uh, five guys just from Rögle, uh, wow. and I know some, some some other guys too. So, yeah, I will watch the games that are uh, good uh, if you look at the Swedish time. I know there are some play- games playing like in the middle of the night, so they will be hard to, hard to watch, but... Uh, those games that, that are not too late, I will definitely watch them. Did you uh, did you get to see Ridley Gregg at all during your time at development camp? From We talked to Tyler Boucher and we talked to Carson Latimer, and they said that Ridley Gregg looks like he's ready for the next level. He's going to be in that tournament between him and, well, not Tyler Clevin, but there are a few other guys from your Sens dev camp that uh, that were that are going to be competing in, in the World Juniors. What, uh, what did you notice from Ridley's game? Because I feel like you guys both have that competitiveness to you. Yeah, he was actually on my team uh, during the three against three tournament. Lucky you. Uh, so I really got to see uh, a lot of him that day because obviously it's hard to hard to watch all the other guys on the other practices. Uh, but on that tournament, like I, I really saw how skilled he is. Uh, and I know like we got an injury. Uh, I think one guy got like uh, got a hard hit, so he kind of went out. So we we was uh, four people in our team, and I don't think like. Ridley didn't even take a shift, so he was just playing all the time and with such a high quality. So yeah, I really saw uh, saw how good he is, and and yeah, as other as other guys said, I I also think he's 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 ready for the next level for sure. Yeah, it seems that way. Uh, final question for me, Oscar. Thanks for joining us. This has been a great chat and a great introduction for you to uh, Sens fans, and we're we're happy to have you as a part of the Sens organization. Um, you mentioned to us that uh, you're in. Let me see if I can pronounce this right. Angleholm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at it on Google Maps right now. It looks like a nice uh, southern uh, coastal town. How's your uh, off season been? Have you been there most of the off season, or have you been uh, traveling around or getting some good rest, uh, relaxation, and vacation? Or what have you been up to, uh, gearing up to this season? Uh, to be honest, there there hasn't been that much rest. Uh, <laughs> okay, that's uh, good. Since I, I went to Ottawa straight after the draft, uh, yep. was being there for the dev camp. Uh, actually, stayed for two or three days because uh, nice. I wanted to work a little bit more with uh, Shelly uh, on ice uh, and also the the strength coaches like Jeremy and those guys. Uh, so I stayed there for some days. Uh, Flight home. Uh, straight went to Finland uh, to uh, to uh, my agency. They had a mini camp there, uh, and and when I went home from that, I had national team camp for yeah for like one and a half weeks. So I've been busy, but uh, yeah, as you mentioned, it's it's a very nice little small city here, uh, close to the close to the water. Uh, so yeah, it's it's just a great. Great area and and yeah, I've been I've been really uh, yeah I'm really happy to be here and and it's been a great place to move uh, since it's not that big. Well, Sens fans are gonna be really excited to see you play this year, Oscar. I, I lied. I do have a final final question. I'm just curious, who was your favorite NHL team growing up, and who are some of your favorite players to watch? Uh, to be honest, I don't have a team. Uh, kind of boring, dude. <laughs> but, now you do. Uh, well, yeah, you uh, can say the Ottawa Senators now. There yeah, you go. Yeah, for sure, for <laughs> sure. Now, now Ottawa is for sure the team that I yeah. that I'm really interested in and uh, that I'm reading about on social media and those type of things. Uh, and players, yeah, uh, 
obviously it's easier for me to to look at the Swedes, dude. So uh, I think I we got I've one been, right here. Uh, like I like to. Hmm. Yeah, Alfie. <laughs> yeah, he's such a legend back home here too. Uh, yeah, but guys like uh, Gabe Landeskog, Patrick Hornqvist, I think those type of guys, uh, because that that is also players that I can uh, see some similar things in their game, uh, improving in my game. Uh, so yeah, that's two players. Man, that's awesome. I love those two players. That's going to leave Sense fans pretty excited as that's the type of player that you want to be at the next level. Oscar, we really appreciate your time. Yeah, I feel like we've got a friend of our, on the show on our hands here, Pillsy. We'll be having Oscar back. We'll check in with you around Christmas, see how your season's going, all right? For sure. That sounds great. Awesome. It was great to meet you. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you, guys. All right, stick taps to Mr. Pedersen for joining us. Absolute beauty. Great conversation with him, Pilsy. And I love the player projection. He watches yep. Patrick Hornquist very closely. I feel like Hornquist killed the Sens over the years. But, hey, if he turns into one, great shot. Guy who stands in front of the net. Guy who's not afraid to be physical. I think Sens fans will be very happy with that pick in the third round of the NHL draft. And I think one thing I, I like about the comparison too is everyone knows Patrick Hornfist is a competitive guy. Like, remember in the playoffs, everyone was saying they got to get Patrick Hornfist back on the power yep. play. And he was even saying it. And then they get him back on the power play and they have success. Like, that's the kind of attitude you want a player to have. So Patrick Hornfist is definitely a great comparable and... One thing I'm sure Pedersen and Horkfist could benefit from is a little protein in their diet, Ross, and they can get that from Built Bar. It's the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. The off-season, it's important to bulk up. So get your protein in, but do it in a delicious way. That's why I love Built Bar, because they focus on making the bars taste good, starting with every single bar covered in 100% real chocolate. And then they figure out how to make it healthy. My favorite innovation they have is protein-infused marshmallows for the Built Puff bars. And they have so many great flavors. I just had a cookie dough chunk puff the other day. I had a s'mores uh, Built Puff the other day. And it was delicious. Got the protein in me that I needed. And don't just take our word for it, guys. There's so many other amazing flavors. Churro, banana cream pie, peanut butter, coconut, brownie batter. They're all incredible. So get the mix box if you're looking to try out these protein bars. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15, and get 15% off your next order. One more time, guys. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. It's Built Bar, the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. All right, Pilsy, quickly before we go, it's been two weeks. I think this is the longest amount of time since we've sat and recorded a show together. And this could be a little too inside baseball, but people listen to Wednesday's show and they're like, you guys just had a Send Central Citizen on together. That was the magic of the internet, yes. able to record and then put it in. But we are excited. We've got another Send Central Citizen coming up on Wednesday. But I got to hear about this trip, man. I saw you had coffee with Igor. That's yep. awesome in itself. But the East Coast, I know you're a West Coast guy. But are you now in love with Nova Scotia? Yeah, going to Halifax was incredible. Thank you to everyone. I was very surprised at how many recommendations all the East Coasters gave me. And I tried a lot of those. And I used uh, your recommendations and had a great time. Uh, I had some amazing seafood. The East Coast, it's a great charm. And when we, we always talk about the East Coasters being salt of the earth people. Well, I felt that because everyone was just so kind, so nice, willing to help out and 
the vibes were immaculate. So I, I'm going to have a, a trip planned to the East Coast. I think next time, though, Ross, I'll do Halifax and Newfoundland. So oh. all, you, all you Newfoundlanders, I'll have to get your recommendations as well. Is that a tease for Friday's interview? Ooh, could be. Oh, could be. Yeah, San Francisco. I don't know how people live there. It's ex- like too expensive. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Three days was perfect, but oh, beautiful, beautiful. I don't know why the Golden Gate Bridge is so popular, but I will say that maybe it's because it's always covered in fog. It was literally sunny day everywhere else. So maybe because it's like, you know, Bigfoot can't see it. So everyone yep. talks about it. <laughs> I thought the Bay Bridge was just as cool, but that's neither here nor there. But great to see you had a great uh, um, trip, too, as buddy. did I. But now we are we are back. I mean, you We're got back. a quick camping trip away, but we are back right here. And then I said five days a week coming in September. Thanks so much for making us your first listen every day. We can't thank you enough. We appreciate when you follow the show on social media as well. Send Central on Twitter, LockedOn.Senators on Instagram. And of course, what goes the longest is if you subscribe on our YouTube channel, Locked On Senators. You can find all our old interviews there and everything else you need. But for today, we say goodbye. For Brandon Piller, I'm Ross Levitan. This has been the Locked On Senators podcast, your team every day. <laughs>